All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna try this again. A lot of you have been telling me that um, there's been some issues with the live stream, and uh, sorry, you know, it's a lot easier to do a live stream than to do a show like we do on Sunday, where there's editing and all kinds of stuff involved. So. I enjoy doing the walk and talks. It's a way to do updates. We can put them out on all the different platforms. And uh, unfortunately, because of the lack of real information out there with the mainstream corporate media, you know, we got to do these right now because we got to get around the censorship and we got to get around the blackout from the media that's trying to, you know, just really make us feel uh, on the Trump side, the 70 million plus of us that were somehow alienated and losing right now when you guys saw the Trump rallies. How many of you guys went to Trump rallies? You know, you ever been to a Trump rally? You ever see the energy there? Do you ever see how many patriots came out? People literally, you know, stayed home from work and went to the, the Trump rallies and they were, they were massive. Everywhere he went, he would go in the middle of nowhere. It would be massive. Boat rallies, I was down in Florida they were having these massive boat rallies. I mean, more boats than I've ever seen in this boat parade. Crazy. Out in California, out in Arizona, we, we saw like 90 miles. It was like insane of people with, uh, with Trump, uh, you know, flags on their trucks and their cars, and these big massive parades. And then all of a sudden, we're supposed to believe that everybody just disappeared. And that Joe Biden, the guy that had circles with like seven people in his rally. Remember those, the people were like in cars and they were honking, remember? And that was supposed to be like his big rally, right? So come on, do we believe this nonsense? So let's talk, let's talk about some of these things. So Michigan just certified, should we be concerned about that? Of course the mainstream media are gonna make it like we're super, super, you know, we lost. Michigan certified, Georgia certified, so that's it we're done right no we're not I'm gonna explain in detail here now we had this walk and talk a couple weeks back right after the election and people were asking you know is it done is Trump defeated and then we saw the legal strategy start to be laid out but we still don't really know the legal strategy most people don't know the full legal strategy so you know you're only seeing bits and pieces now for those of you that play poker you know that you never show your hand, right? You never show your hand. So, how you doing? Good to see you, man. So, you know, never show your hand when you're playing poker, right? You never show your cards. And so the deal is, is that uh, we have the cards, we have the evidence, we have everything, you know, um, ready to go here in court, but this has got to play out in a legal manner. Now, the mainstream media, they don't want it to, they just, where's the evidence? Show the evidence. You got to show the evidence right now. And uh, and so, you know, they're out there saying, there is no evidence. There's no evidence. Even though we're saying that, yeah, there's over 250 affidavits, which literally, like, people would go to jail for perjury if they lied on an affidavit. That's evidence that's admissible in a court of law. In fact, that is evidence. But yet, the mainstream media, they're out there, there's no evidence, no evidence. Well, what about the ballots that were filled out by a computer? What about the fact that in some precincts, more people voted than live in the area? How is that even possible? More people vote, oh, and of course they voted for Biden, by the way, <laughs> of course. You know, and these perfect circles, they're perfect, perfect circles made by a computer, and they only voted for Biden. They didn't vote for anybody else, some of them, you know? 
Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's all these people that have worked, even Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, that have worked in some of these voting places, these polling places. And they're even coming out and say, look, you know, we love our country more than we love the Democrat Party. Obviously, something shady's happened here. And, you know, we feel it's only right for us to report it. So, like Sidney Powell said, the information was coming in like a fire hose. And, you know, they only have so many people working on this. You know, and, and they're trying to take all this information, all these, you know, take get affidavits, get information. So, yeah, Michigan certified. Well, of course, Michigan certified, first of all. Here's the, this is a very complex situation, but some of these people in these states are on the take. I mentioned Smartmatic, right? Some of these people are literally on the take and have been getting paid money in order to have these systems in place. I mean, who else would put a system that was designed to get Hugo Chavez in power? And these other communist countries, right? Where, you know, uh, look at Cuba and... Um, you know, Venezuela and China, Russia, you know, other countries where communism has been able to take over in the past. I'm not saying the voting systems were using all those, but what I'm saying is, is that how did the people get into power there? How did the dictators get into power? They got into power in a similar situation like this. They silenced dissenting voices. They silenced the opposition. They used censorship. They made you feel alienated and they made you feel like, you know, you were the only one that felt that way. Everybody was isolated. They cut off the lines of communication. Was that any of this sound familiar? <laughs> That's what they're doing right now. That's why this is our 1776. Because literally, they're trying to shut out our communication, censor us, make us feel like we're the only one that feels this way, make us feel like our discernment is off, or we think it's off at least, because you know no one else feels the way we do. Meanwhile, there's millions and millions of people that feel exactly how we do, but they're also being silenced. When somebody tries to come out and talk about voter fraud, guess what happens? They get silenced too. So then they say, oh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. And then you got these puppets like Romney, who's got his own interest. Romney's worried because he knows that he's eye eyeball deep in Ukraine with his son and all their nefarious actions and their payouts that they took to throw the election against Obama. So, you know, there's so much there. And, and so how do you take down a system that's so corrupt? Our beautiful country the land of the free, the home of the brave. How did it get corrupt, ladies and gentlemen? What well, was years of infiltration? Years of infiltration by these unfortunate nefarious players that have taken over. And uh, yeah, somebody said in the comments, it's not a mask, it's a muzzle. Exactly, they want us silenced. They want us silenced. They don't want us, they want us to feel, you know, like we're, like we're little dogs that are muzzled. You know, you ever seen a dog that's like in a cone or, you know, it's like, that's what they want us to feel like right now. And the thing is, is so, you know, here's where it all comes down. So what happened with Sidney Powell is very simple. The thing about Sidney Powell is, is that she has a criminal case. She has a case where the information that she has is going to take down people, big people. And they're not just Democrats. These are the people that I mentioned that were on the take. These are the people that I mentioned that, you know, unfortunately, were able to, you know, were willing to sell out their country. We're willing to sell. They had a price. They had a price. And so she had to be separate from the Trump legal team because the Trump legal team is on flank one. Flank one is going through, you know, uh, the ballots, 
being corrupt and you know the systems that were in place during the night of the election where all of a sudden there was these huge dumps hundreds of thousands of votes went to biden you know there was irregularities there was you know problems at the polling places where um you know unfortunately uh observers had to stand like 15 or 16 feet away and so they weren't able to see like they normally would during a typical election um you know large like drops happened like i said in the middle of the night um you know there was all kinds of irregularities and weird things and people have signed affidavits saying yes we saw this we witnessed this so that's flank one you get it that's giuliani that's jenna ellis that's the trump team they're on flank one then you got flank two flank two is a amazing patriot two of them lynn wood who you probably don't even know but lynn wood was the one that uh stood up for the um the young man uh his name is escaping me right now but you guys know i'm talking about that just stood there while the guy was mocking him and he ended up getting a huge payout from cnn for their reporting his name will come back to me but uh lynn wood is a patriot and then you got uh sydney powell who is another patriot she defended general flynn throughout this entire russian collusion hoax uh, General Flynn has had to spend millions of dollars in legal fees. It's unbelievable what they try to do with him. They try to crush him. This man is a patriot. He loves our country. Yeah, Nicholas Sandman. Thank you, Nicholas Sandman. That was his name. Um, so Linwood and and uh, Sidney Powell are on flank two. Now, you don't have to worry about either of these because really what you need to do, if you can, if you're able financially definitely help either the Trump legal fund or Sidney Powell because they need help financially but you know I think regardless they're gonna be okay because there's some big donors that are stepping up but this is this is like the most important time of our life and I'm gonna get into the reason why okay and I know some of us have lived longer than others and I get it like some people think like oh we'll just come back in 2022 let me explain why that's not the case okay by 2022, the Great Reset will have already been initiated and we'll be in a whole new world, a new world order, okay? And that's not a conspiracy. Pope Francis came out talking about the Great Reset. Trudeau in Canada has talked about the Great Reset. He tried to backpedal a little bit, but he already kind of showed his cards talking about the Great Reset. You got uh, Prince Andrew that's come out talking about the Great Reset. Um, you know, the World Economic Forum, you can go around their website. And their plan is very nefarious. So I, I'm finding out more and more about this. So the deal is with the, um, the Great Reset, they want to cause a housing crisis. And this is just one of the things that they'll do amongst many. But they'll cause a housing crisis to where everybody, most people, will be severely underwater in your, in your housing, uh, you know, what you owe on your mortgage. Now, the other thing that they want to do, of course, is close down the society. You know, destroy small businesses, make it where they can't sustain. Um, you know, and you won't have any paycheck protection program or any of the things that President Trump stepped up and, and did. You'll have nothing like that. So, you know, they'll, they'll shut down the small businesses. Very, very dark. This is the dark winter, by the way, that Biden and, and you know, the globalists and these guys are planning. So, so you know, they make the businesses fail. Then the large corporations, you know, they'll they'll probably prosper still, just like they have been, because they're part of the globalist system. And uh, you know, here's the deal. So once everybody, you know, the small businesses have failed, the churches are closed, you know, all this stuff is put into place. 
And, uh, and you know, no one has any money because, you know, all these people have lost their jobs. They're, you know, they're locked down in their house because of this fake COVID situation. I'm not saying the virus isn't real, but they're, they're using this for a whole nother reason. And so what they'll do is they'll initiate the, the universal basic income. So the houses are underwater and, uh, you know, people are going to say, well, we can't pay our mortgage. Okay. Well, we're going to give you this universal basic income, but here's the, here's the catch. Here's the catch. Okay. The catch is that you won't own your house anymore. They'll pay off. There'll be a debt jubilee. They'll pay off your credit card debt. They'll pay off your housing, but then you don't own anything. And then you're going to have to rent any, everything from there on out. So when you have to rent everything, what happens? You need the universal basic income. That's the only way you can live the government aid, right? And then they can cut off people like in China with the social credit score system. They'll have something like that in place. So kind of like how social media censors right now and puts you in Facebook jail and all that stuff. Well, they'll do that with your finances in the bank and you won't be able to access your finances if you're not being a good citizen and you won't be able to travel. They're already talking about COVID passes and all these different things in Europe. And again, this all sounds so conspiratorial. I know. But it's actually real. That's what's so scary about it. This stuff is actually real. And I can show you links, mainstream links. I can show you the people that are the leaders of our world, like at the World Economic Forum and, and Prince Andrew. And, and they're literally talking about this stuff. So what are we going to do, right? That's the question. What are we going to do? Well, we haven't lost yet, ladies and gentlemen. There's a man. His name is Donald J. Trump. And he's fighting right now to break this system, to bring it down. And he knew that everybody needed to see this. And, uh, you know, everybody needed to understand what was at stake. Because he already knew that this was the plan. Okay? And so did the patriots and the military. And I know you guys are probably saying, well, I heard this from QAnon and all that. Well, this isn't, I'm not telling you a QAnon story right now. I understand. I appreciate all the people that follow Q and all that stuff. That's great. But this, this is just me as a pastor telling you what's going on. So try to separate the two if you can. And I'm not, I'm not mocking or saying anything negative about Q or whatever. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you facts based on information. Okay, so this isn't the QAnon situation right now. Even though I understand many of you listen to Q and I'm not talking against Q. I'm just telling you as a pastor from actual research that I've done, people that I know in the government, connections that I know in the government, that's what I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking about anything else talking about people that are literally telling me this is what's going on that work in the administration work in the government you know work in the military sources that come to us that's what I'm talking about okay so I just want to make that clear distinction and I'm saying this as a pastor and a man of God because I love you guys and because I guess it's my calling you know so somebody said was the US gonna be a communist country if Joe Biden is allowed to be inaugurated and if nothing happens between now and then yeah I mean, yeah, we're going to go into a, a communist light where it's going to be light communism, but it'll be like China eventually. And that's the model that they're looking at, ladies and gentlemen. That's the model. They like China's model. They think it's a good model. They don't like religious liberties and freedoms. They want to take them away. Joe Biden just came out today and said something so scary about, you know, religious liberty, which we already knew. That's where he stood. You know, and the whole Equality Act and all the different things that he wants to put into motion. So I know it's a lot of doom and gloom and it's scary and we don't want to hear it. I get it. Trust me, guys. I get it. But it's not all doom and gloom because there's one thing that they've underestimated. They've underestimated the power of a praying church. 
They've underestimated what happens when the saints of God fast, pray, and repent. They forgot about the scripture in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name, you know, humble themselves and pray and seek my face, what does God want us to do? He wants us to repent, to turn from our wickedness. And if as a nation, it may be very late right now, very, very late in this game, but I see something, and I've been in ministry for many years now, but I see something. I see people crossing denominational barriers. I see prayer calls that I've never seen. I know there's been people that have been on prayer calls, but not like this. I'm seeing rallies. I'm seeing people coming out, what they used to call the silent majority coming out. I'm seeing people on our side going to Governor Newsom's house and saying, hey, we're going to your house. You know, things that the left did before. And I'm not endorsing violence or anything negative, but I think it's high time that we get out there. I think it's high time that we start praying and fasting. We should have been doing this ages ago. I think it's high time that we stop being lethargic and weak and just letting somebody else do our work. This is the time for us to stand up. This is the remnant church hour right now. This is what we've been trained for. We have been raised for a time as this. So have we lost yet? No. The mainstream media will try to tell us that we've lost. The fake news will try to tell us that we've lost. Yeah, the, the negative Nellies and the people that don't understand the power of prayer. Yeah, they'll tell us that we've lost. Of course they will. Because they don't know any better. They don't understand the power of prayer. But I'm going to tell you something. I was stabbed nine times at the age of 23. I almost died. And God sustained my life and called me to ministry for a reason and a purpose. And maybe this is it. I don't know. But I think it's for a time as this, and all of us have that, you know, a calling right now for this hour. We've been made for a time as this. If you're within earshot of this message, you are the remnant. So guess what? Stand up, rise up, pray, get your families, get on your faces, get on your knees. We have an opportunity to learn from the history. We saw that other countries allowed communism to take over, but guess what? The enemy has underestimated the American church because there is a remnant and there are Christians that are willing to pray and there are Christians that are willing to fast and we're not just going to give up and we haven't lost yet, ladies and gentlemen. And I know a God who sits on the throne of glory that's in control of this whole thing. And what is he saying? He's saying, pray, seek my face and I will hear from heaven. And so what I believe, and I gave you a bunch of news and a bunch of negative in the beginning because I want you to understand where we're at. But at the same time, right now, I'm giving you some hope. Because in Jesus Christ, there's always hope. There is always hope in Jesus Christ. He sets the captive free. He's a miracle-working God who sits on the throne. You think he can't turn this around? You better believe he can turn this around. And so the word is this. The word is this. If we pray and seek his face, if we repent and we fast and we do all the things that we're meant to do and the tools that are in our toolbox spiritually, then I believe God's going to respond to the prayers of the righteous. And I believe it may be the 11 o'clock hour, but something very powerful is going to happen where even the atheists and even the people that have mocked us and told us we're crazy conspiracy theorists, even the people that have told us we're nuts and we, we're, we're totally out of our mind, they're going to look and say, wow, 
That's the God they serve because this is the God that is in the miracle working business. He's never left the miracle working business. Listen, I know people are fearful about COVID-19, but let me tell you something about COVID-19. The church has the authority to stop COVID-19 because the Bible says lay hands on the sick and they will be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we got to stop being the neutered church. We got to stop being the shut down church. We got to stop being the fearful church. We got to stop being the, the church that wants to look like the world and be like the world and be cool. This isn't about skinny jeans and all that. And that's all good to wear skinny jeans if that's what you want to do. But we're, we're I'm talking about warriors. I'm talking about warriors. I'm talking about people that know how to intercede. I'm talking about people that know how to get on their face before God and travail. And ask the Holy Spirit to move on our behalf for our nation so that our children aren't into ca captivity. We don't want to be going back into captivity. We're tired of the nation that's been allowed to worship Baal. We want to worship the King of Kings. That's who this nation was founded to worship, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who sits on the throne. And so God is going to look to us and he's going to say, okay, I'm, I, made a, I did a miracle. What are you going to do, church? And we'll get to that because we're gonna have a big responsibility, guys. It's no more ever, ever, ever gonna be business as usual. Ever, ever again. That time is gone. This is the time for the church to rise up. Maybe some people that we thought were Christian, maybe they're not. In fact, I believe a lot of people that we thought probably are not. But you're gonna know them by their fruit because they're walking in the anointing of the Holy Spirit that when they walk in the room, the atmosphere is literally shifted literally changed when they speak there is authority that even the demons tremble because they know who this person is they're not willing to compromise they're not somebody that's out there fearful and afraid and cowering i'm talking about people that are bold and unafraid standing for the truth of the entire gospel and willing to stand and pray this through so that's the deal guys we're at the red sea right now we're standing there and the, and the armies are coming for us. They're coming for us right now. And people are looking at Moses and they're saying, okay, what you gonna do, man? What you gonna do? What's gonna happen? And Moses is saying, now I trust the Lord. Something's gonna happen. We don't even know how it's gonna happen, but something's gonna happen. God is literally showing me a vision where the, the Red Sea is gonna part. It's crazy. The Red Sea is gonna part and we're gonna walk through and we're going to have more time, I believe, in the name of Jesus. But it's, it requires us to continue to pray this through. And I know we've been doing it. We're seeing some movement. But we got to keep doing it all the way up until President Trump gets inaugurated for a second term. And I believe that's the case. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the remnant body of Christ that's willing to stand and be the brethren. We're in this together, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be discouraged. Do not be deceived by the mainstream corporate media and their fake story. We are going to pray this through all the way until the end in the name of Jesus. And if you're with me, say amen. Hallelujah. Share this, please. Share it, share it. As long as it's up, as long as Facebook allows me to preach on here, I'll preach. Maybe you're seeing it on another platform, but as long as I'm able to do it, I will do it. And I will not stop. And I know many of you are with us. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.